check, check. You. This is off-white cinematic. This is off-white cinematic. Yo, you got to have it cinematic. You. This is off-white cinematic. Yo, you got to have it it's cinematic. You. This is off-white cinematic. Yo, you got to have it cinematic. You. This is off-white cinematic. Yo, you got to have a high as I just do this fast twitch. Cause I just hit with explosiveness. I got the TNT and I'm not talking about the TV, huh? This ain't no old school network, yo. You can just get jerked, yo. Throw it in the pile with old media. As I'm just causing mass hysteria, huh? Chaos in the streets, like the opening scene of Inception. That's how we do it, as I just bring it down to the cardinal direction. I'm talking east to the Midwest. Talking how I keep it so fresh. In other words, it's refrigerated, elevated as you're annihilated. Mr. O double get to the point like it's palpitated, like some orange juice. Huh, just how I do the proof. Step one to the step two to the next theorem. That's how I do it. When I steer them, I clear them on out the galaxy as I just bring it on general principality. Huh, some people call it GP, but whatever When you're talking to me, you better come with that common senses As I just take a roll like the senses Huh, cause I'm counting the millions Yo, I'm just shouting out to billions That's my guy in normal As I just implore When I'm going in the informal Type of communication As I just bring this type of elevation from the mountain range to the fields of weed When I'm just freaking the beat all over the street, huh? I just keep it on the pulse When I just bring it, you just convulse Because you're going to paralysis As I just bring, huh, this analysis When I'm just bringing the classics And I'm just spitting the spastic type of sentences When I bring it, it's like some remembrances What's up, everyone? Yours truly Off-White here. Welcome to Off-White Cinematic Season 2, Episode 3. And today, we will be talking about the Chicago Bears football schedule. So, uh, yeah, NFL kickoff is coming up. And we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Me and you. Thank you to everyone for joining us. Shout out to the off-white cinematic dancer, Ray Dawn. Follow her on Instagram at raydawn1300. And if you would like to be featured dancing while I freestyle during my intro, please be 18 years or over and send me an email at ryan at menugem.com. And I want to tell you all about Menugem. It's my online ordering platform. I programmed the whole thing myself over the past 12 years. So check it out at menugem.com. You can rate every item in your order, collect gems, and move up in the rankings. We are used by several restaurants in Chicago, so go check it out and support Illinois businesses. 
This is the Bears' 100th season. Originally named the Decatur Staley's, the team was established by a food company, the A.E. Staley Food Starch Company of Decatur, Illinois. George Hallis and Edward Dutch Sterneman began running the team in 1920. The 1920 Decatur Staley's season was the team's first season in the newly formed American Professional Football Association, later renamed the National Football League. Last year, the Bears had a regular season record of 12-4, and which got them into the wildcard round of the playoffs. They lost 16-15 to the Eagles in the wildcard round, and they lost that game on a missed field goal attempt from 43 yards. So the Bears have kicker issues. Uh, they have several kickers that have come and gone in this offseason. And meanwhile, Robbie Gold is the starting kicker for the 49ers. <clears throat> this year, um, I believe we have uh, a good coach-quarterback relationship. Um, that relationship is good in Matt the Punisher Nagy and Mitch Trubisky. Uh, Khalil Mack is returning on defense. And on offense, well, with Jordan Howard being traded to Philly for a six-round pick, uh, Tariq Cohen is now the top running back of the team. So this is Tariq Cohen's third year in the NFL, his third year as a Bear. And last year, he averaged 4.5 yards per carry. So our foundation is good. If we stay healthy and get lucky, we could very well make the playoffs. It depends how the Packers do. It depends how the Vikings do. And our uh, special, special teams situation is kind of a big unknown. So as for the schedule, um, this year's schedule has the Bears facing two East Coast teams, two West Coast teams. Uh, we play the Raiders and the Chargers this year, which is interesting. Uh, they play the Raiders in London. So um, we'll, we'll talk about that in the schedule. But uh, overall, in the NFC North, it's hard to call the divisional games. Um, with teams like the Packers and the Vikings, you have serious threats. But then again, the Packers weren't very good last year, so um, it's hard to tell. They have a new coach. It's kind of hard to tell. There are two Thursday night games in a row. Um, the second Lions game, and then we face the Cowboys the next, the next Thursday. So we'll talk about that on the schedule. Uh, let's get to it. So let's take a look at the schedule. And let's take a look at what I think will happen. The Bears kick off the season Thursday, September 5th, with a game against the Green Bay Packers. So we host Green Bay at Soldier Field, and I have us opening up the season with a loss. Again, these divisional uh, games are very hard to call, um, but... The Green Bay, Chicago kind of rivalry, it proves to be difficult. So I uh, have that one as a loss. For week two, the Bears travel to Denver and play the Broncos. And I, I have this down as a win, even though a lot of sports journalists that I listen to uh, say otherwise. They think uh, we'll drop that one. But I have that one down as a win. For week three, we travel to Washington, D.C. to play the Redskins. And I also have that one down as a win.
For week four, we host Minnesota in uh, Chicago, and I have that one down as a loss. As I said, the divisional matchups are hard to predict. Week five is when the Bears go to London to play the Raiders. So they play the Raiders Sunday, October 6th in London. I see that one as a high-scoring affair, um, and I have the Bears winning that one 44-27. In week six, the Bears have a bye. During week seven, the Bears host the New Orleans Saints, and I have that one down as a win. Um, For week eight, Sunday, October 20th, the Bears host the LA Chargers, and I also have that one down as a win. For week nine, the Bears travel to Philadelphia and play the Eagles. The Eagles are one of the NFC's elite teams, and I have that one down as a loss. For week 10, the Bears host the Detroit Lions for the first of two games this year, uh, and that is uh, a win in my book. I have the Bears winning that one 30 to 10. The following week, they play the LA Rams in LA, and I have that one as a high-scoring affair where the Rams win, so that's a loss. Um, For week 12, the Bears host the New York Giants, and I have that one down as a win. For week 13, this is the first of two Thursday night games in a row. This is the second Detroit game. The Bears travel to Detroit and play the Lions at Ford Field. I have us winning that one 23-17. And the following week is when the Bears host the Dallas Cowboys in Chicago. That's also a Thursday night game. That is Thursday, December 5th, and I have that one down as a close win. For week 15, um, the Bears travel to Green Bay and play that second game of the year. I have that one down as a loss. For week 16, the Bears host the Kansas City Chiefs. I have that one down as a loss. And for the last week of the regular season, uh, the Bears play Minnesota in Minnesota. So I have the Bears falling to the Vikings 14-21. So if you add all that up, I'm predicting a 9-7 regular season. And last year... When I called the games on the schedule, I predicted nine correct and seven incorrect. So we'll see how I do this year. So I'd like to wrap up today's episode by reading from Mark Twain's Roughing It. In a little while, all interest was taken up in stretching our necks and watching for the pony rider, the fleet messenger who sped across the continent from St. Joe to Sacramento, carrying letters 1,900 miles in eight days. Think of that for perishable horse and human flesh and blood to do. The pony rider was usually a little bit of a man, brimful of spirit and endurance. No matter what time of the day or night his watch came on, and no matter whether it was winter or summer, raining, snowing, hailing, or sleeting, or whether his beat was a level straight road or a crazy trail over mountain crags and precipices, or whether it led through peaceful regions or regions that swarmed with hostile Indians, he must always be ready to leap into the saddle and be off like the wind.